The zombies come out at night. I found myself scratching the ceiling of my brain, trying to catch a flight. See, I'm just a Negro trying to figure out what's wrong and what's right. See, I don't even know if I should listen to the Israelites or Brother Polite. I was also studying 5% while getting bent. I seen the zombies, the darkness, the darkness seemed to jump me. My faith lacked, and I didn't know how to grab it back. I was stuck in my ways and just getting lit, when I should just be in somebody's pulpit. But I'm out with the zombies. Every morning, I would face the book, a book that barely speaks any truth. I would face an L, but see, I didn't receive any losses. I try to walk like y'all, I don't believe in wearing crosses. I want to create my own platform. I was destined to be great, that's a swarm. But I have these relapses. Where I really lynch my mind And that liquor makes me feel fine So I think But it only brings more demons And I hope I'm forgiven for acting like a heathen Inshallah, alhamdulillah I'm divorcing long hours at the bar Truth is realizing your own scars So I face myself Can't even talk to some of my family members anymore they think I need help. They heard I was listening to Farrakhan. They crucified me like they did Mary's son. Can I blow reefer around you as you speak truth to me? Can you look at the depths of my soul? Tell me what I got to sacrifice. Tell me where I should think twice. As I take a couple puffs, can you tell me how I can make my blessings double up? How can I stop worrying and such? Can you speak truth to me? Who am I? Where am I supposed to be? Is it right here where I'm lacking faith and having constant dates with fear? I can I ask you this one thing? Can you run to the store and buy me another beer? Can I smoke this weed while drinking my 40? And I tell you how I feel. Can you promise not to break this seal? These scars are hard to peel. But if I open up, will you be able to deal?
Hey, welcome back to the Blue Lines Podcast. This is your host, Black Line, with your co-host, Blue Line. Uh, and I want to introduce producer Torn, of course. Oh, and of before we get into everything, because I think we may have some new listeners. So uh, if you, this is your first time listening to this podcast, uh, this podcast is about a young guy from Memphis, Tennessee, from, from the South Side. I am 26 years old, and I am talking to a, can I say middle age? You can you should say the age, 42. 42, 42 year old cop from a smaller town, and he's white. He's an atheist. I'm a guy who I don't know what I believe in just yet. And Twan is a Christian, so you have three different people in here, and we just talk about social issues, we talk about mm-hmm. religion, we talk sometimes we talk about music, sometimes we talk about sports. But anyways, I want to get that out the way. And shout out to y'all if y'all this is, if this is your first time listening. Uh, how y'all doing? Doing great, man. Good. Happy to be here. I missed last week. I appreciate you this morning, man. Absolutely. I really do. All right. Absolutely. Had a bad anxiety attack this morning, and just things wasn't going my way, and Blue was one call away, and that's what brothers are there for. Oh, I watched Trigger Warning. So actually, Blue, yeah, you man. are an ally. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you being an ally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know I haven't watched Trigger Warning yet. Yeah. So. No, Trigger it's pretty good. It's, good. it's great. It's yeah. a great show. I like it. I love it. I like the whole concept. Especially the first episode with the whole mind black for three days. Yeah, yeah. And it just kind of showed you how he suffered because we don't have a we lot don't of have resources, enough, man. So yeah, I I like that a lot. Uh, but yeah, I like the whole concept and stuff, and stuff like that, yeah. man. Uh, I'll watch it. I promise. It's pretty good. It's short too. Six episodes. Six episodes. We'll you, before you know it, it's all over. It's all over. Yeah. It's pretty good. Well, the, and, and, and it's very interesting. I did watch that interview you sent though. Which interview? With uh, oh the the black guy with uh, killing the Mike. The Killer Mike interview. Oh, the Breakfast Club one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Oh, what did you think about that? It was great. That was great? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, did you see the, the private school versus the public yeah. school? Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of interesting to me. Yeah, the whole I, thing was very interesting. Yeah. Um, so did you want me to jump into the, the situation yeah, so, that I was in? So there's a phenomenon <laughs> that, as a white guy, you'd think I'd be aware of, but I right, actually Because I called you the day after it happened. <laughs> <laughs> so you tell the story. So this is this, okay. this first segment will be about so, uh, yeah, the phenomenon me, of white guilt. Yeah, me, my wife, and a couple of friends, we all went out uh, this past weekend um, to a, a bar that we used to hang out at religiously. We haven't been out lately in a long time, mm-hmm. uh, especially since like the wedding and stuff like that, but just things are kind of slowing down for us to go out and so we wanted to hang out with some old friends and we were having a great time um and this white kid probably about my age about 26 27 he mistakenly just bumps into me not hard not in like anything but he just immediately apologizes and i was like bro you good whatever it ain't it ain't no issue none of that (laughs) So he's just like, okay, you know, can I offer? Can I offer buy you a drink? You know, since I bumped into it, I'm like, no, I don't it's need fine. a it drink. It happens in a crowd. I'm bar. good. Yeah, it's a lot of people here. I'm good. Trust me. Now, if I had some the new Jordans on, and you probably scuffed them up, maybe we ha- may have a problem. But I got some regular ass t- <laughs> tennis shoes on. I got some sweatpants on. I don't care. Yeah. All right, I'm here to have a good time. Uh, so he. Uh, after I ignored, not ignored, but I just rejected his drink, and he yeah. was just like, you know, what are you doing here? And I was like, I'm just, not in a bad way. He was just like, you know, what are you doing? Could you gauge his level of drunkenness? Yes. Very he was drunk? Very, he was tipsy. I don't think he was drunk drunk. Yeah. Because, as I've explained, as I will explain, he had a lot of good points and things like this. So I don't huh. think he was that drunk. Okay. Okay. So, 
uh, he was just like, you know, what are you doing out tonight? And I was like, you know, I'm just hanging out with my wife, a couple of friends and stuff like that. And so I guess when I kind of pointed out to who I was hanging out with, I guess he thought I was going to be with a group of black people. Yeah. And he saw that I was hanging out with a group of white people. And so he was like, wow. He was like, you're hanging out with this many group of white people. And I was like, yeah, is that a problem? <laughs> he was like, no, no, no. He was just like, he was like, my thing is this. I'm from, uh, I think he's from Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. And he comes from a privileged family. This is literally what he told me. Hmm. He said, I come, from, I come from a family of money. I come from a family of, you know, good wealth. And he said, I know that I have right pri- white privilege. Mm-hmm. He said, I want to use my white privilege to help black people in their situations and things like that. So I was like, cool. Yeah. End of conversation. Still that's, awkward, what I'm, but, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking this is the, the conversation's over. I'm like, cool. Yeah. We're at a bar. You bumped into me. Excuse me is all that it's was necessary. It's all I need. <laughs> then he goes into this whole spill of how he hates Trump, how white people need to get their shit together, um, <laughs> how he wishes that... He said that he lived... Okay, listen. All right. Notice I didn't do that the first time it, I met you. I know. And then this is where it really got weird. So then he was like, you know, are you from here, from around the area? And I was like, no, I've only been living here for like four or five years. I'm from Memphis and things like that. And he was like, so... Have you been to the, some of some of the hoods around here? And we're talking about Murfreesboro, right? Yeah, yeah. Come on. And man. I'm not I'm not saying anything against my people in Murfreesboro, but I'm just saying, <laughs> nah. He was just like, nah. "Have you seen any difference between the hoods in Murfreesboro and the hoods in Memphis?" And I was like, oh, "Yeah, I didn't know there was hoods in Murfreesboro. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I didn't. I, where are they? I'm, I'm not trying to disrespect anybody, but where are the hoods at? I Bro, don't. It's it's literally a street." And it's just low income. It ain't like it's the hood. Not hood. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, okay, I, I I haven't seen the hood in Murfreesboro. I don't know. So I told him that. And he was like, well, I live in the hood in Murfreesboro. And I'm here to prove to my family that I can survive in the ghetto. Wow. Uh, and that I'm going to use oh. my white privilege uh, to bring black people up and stuff like that. You should have been like, here, hold my drink. Let me pick <laughs> out the neighborhood where I want you to live. <laughs> And I'm just like, bro, this this shit getting awkward and more awkward as he talks. And my white friend who's next to me is just like, I wish he would shut the fuck up. Because he can see that I'm like, I'm yeah. just like, I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm not giving him no attention. Yeah. He's just talking. And uh, he was just like, so what's the difference between the hoods and stuff like that in Memphis? I was like, oh, once again, I don't, I, I'd never seen the hood in Murfreesboro. Yeah. So then um, he was just talking about how he, he's going to make this this big change and how um, he looks out for the black community and stuff like that. And I really did appreciate his energy yeah. and how he wants to help out the black community. But we're at a bar. Yeah. I don't want to fucking talk about that. Can we talk about LeBron James? Yeah. Can we talk about some sports? Or can you go hang out with the friends that you showed up with? Yeah. You, know what make, we, you weren't there to make new right, friends. Right. They got, they got uh, what's the, the gang you got you, that you try to pull? And you can't Jenga. knock over. Jing, they got drink. I just wanted to be there to, to drink some Jameson and have yeah. a couple of beers and play Jameson. With your friends, Jameson. I don't want to talk about that shit. You ha- I have a podcast that you can listen to. Yeah. And you can see my opinions on all that. Yeah. I don't want to talk about this here. So that was weird. And um, once uh, we got done talking, I called you the next day yeah. and I said, is white guilt a thing? Yeah. So is it a thing? I, that's that's well, the question. So I've heard I've heard the term, obviously. Uh-huh. And, but... I don't feel guilty. Right. Like, I don't suffer from white guilt. I can simultaneously acknowledge that white people have been horrible to black people mm-hmm. for 400 years now. And all of the atrocities that have happened. 
all at the hands of white people. I can si- simultaneously recognize that that's true, and I don't feel an ounce of guilt because I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not going to feel bad about something I didn't do. Mm-hmm. So, so I've never done that to anybody. Mm-hmm. And case in point is, when you and I met, I didn't say a word about racism. I didn't mm-hmm. say a word about white or black. We talked about LeBron. Yep. We talked about sports. We talked. We. Yep. So here's the thing: is when you treat somebody differently, even if it's in a good way. You're treating them differently because of the way they look and the color of their skin. Right. Even if it's in a positive way. Yep. So when I met you, I met you the same way I meet all people. Mm-hmm. I met an individual. We started talking. It's, cool. it's, it's odd and inappropriate to bring up social issues and yeah. big, heavy topics with someone yeah. that you just met. Yeah. Oh. Go ahead. And I don't mean to cut you off. No. And this is one thing, because he was, I guess when white people, you know, Alcohol's involved. Yeah. Motherfuckers get loud. Yeah. Music playing. I get yeah. it. But I don't want you to say something, and there's a person that got to make America yeah. greater hack exactly. again. Um, and then they looking at me like, oh, we got to get yep. him. That's him. Yep. He's the one that sparked because this conversation. I'm like. Especially when alcohol's involved. Right. I'm like, yeah. well, I don't want this conversation yeah. right now. I'm good. Well, I didn't realize <laughs> that it was that prominent because when, when I got here and I told Tuan what we were talking about, Tuan was like, oh, it happens all the time. Yeah, yeah, man. Every I time I go that. out somewhere, especially because I hang out with everybody, I'm in the music industry. You yeah. know, it ain't but a handful of us that's really in, especially on the business side. So I'm around a lot of white people. Yeah, and it's always at least one drunk dude. It's like you know what, man? He's got to tell me about his one black friend that yep. he grew up with. Yes, bro. You know how he loves oh everybody. And, you know he hates what happened to us. I'm like, bro, that's weird. This is so awkward. Like, yeah. yo, I don't want to talk. Like I don't you said, I don't want to talk about it. Like, <laughs> I'm in here chilling with everybody else. Ain't no discussion going on of that magnitude. Period. Yeah. We talking about something retarded, most likely. Yep. Why are you bringing me down right now, like, bro? We, me and my I friends, come to escape. Yeah. Bro, bro. Yeah. Me and my friends were literally in a discussion about Rick and Morty. Come on, man. We were literally talking about some things that you Mess, might have missed in Rick and Morty, and then this guy literally bumps yeah. into me yeah. and starts talking about. It was so fucked up what happened to Trayvon yeah. Martin. I was oh like, my God. did you literally just bring up that name here? On, yeah. Man. You got Stop. people looking at me now, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want people oh, thinking man. like. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that sounds like a guy who just doesn't, he's just socially stupid. I mean, well, he but, may be but listening. apparently there's a lot of people like that. He may be listening, so I don't want to. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know. Hey, hey, it's a weird thing to do. It is. It's very and, weird. And, and I can it's say that because. Weird. I feel the same way that he does, and you and I didn't start talking about that oh, stuff for a long time. No. We just I became, was say, and we came coincidentally, Facebook friends, and I guess we kind of saw what he yeah. did we're posting. Coincidentally, I didn't talk about it to you until you wanted to talk to me about it. Right. I'm not going to bring that. That's not my place. It's just like white people defining racism. That's yeah. not our place. Yeah. We don't get to define it. Yeah. Because Man, we're... Thank you for saying that. Yeah, we don't get to determine <laughs> what is or isn't. You do not get to define racism, man. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. For a lot of reasons. Yeah. Um, but we don't. And so, and I've said this too before, not only do we not get to define it, but I'm not even going to bring it up with a black person unless they want to talk unless to me about it because it about. isn't my place. Right. I don't have to endure it. Gotcha. So I can feel bad all day long. Well, I better learn, find ways to cope and leave you guys the fuck alone Something unless alone. you want to talk about it. Right. And then absolutely all day long. And that's why we have this podcast. But right. I'm not, and we didn't talk about it till you approached me about it. Yep. I've also said, that some of the things that I've said on this podcast, I would not say to a black community to save my life <laughs> unless I had the invitation from yep. black people, exactly, which you two gave me. Yep, <laughs> and you, you, you're the one who said we should start a podcast, and I said okay. 
Yeah. I would not talk about these topics to save my life absent you two guys. I would never I would never sit in a room of white people and talk about this. <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. Oh man. That's beautiful, man. Yeah, no, because it it's inappropriate. Yeah. It is. It's very inappropriate. And I won't I don't like I said, I, I appreciate the energy that that young white man was trying to bring. No, he's on the right side and for sure. I, and I feel because it was okay. It wasn't even just him. It was then his two other friends yeah. came over and they were like, "Yeah, we fucking hate Trump." And I'm like, uh, "Can we please stop bringing up his yeah. name?" Oh fuck, Tommy Lauren. I'm like, uh, "Yeah, it's just not the stop, it's guys, not the time please. or the place." The game is on. Let's we'll talk about it's, sports. It's a bar. Let's talk about and, and you yeah. don't know one another. Yes, like, I don't know y'all. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But I get. Well, and here, what how about this? Trying to do? How about this? So, mm-hmm. so their whole point is that they're white and they recognize their privilege, which is awesome. Great. And and he recognizes that, that. You, that you're black. <laughs> yeah. And but let's say that you're one of the very few black people who they actually loves Trump. Trump. Goddamn. He just he just in, the, in an attempt to make know? you feel. How do you know you? Right. Don't assume that because you have dark skin, you hate Trump. That's that that's stereotyping. <laughs> exactly. Man. That's part of the problem. Like there's black oh, people who like right, Trump, like this. and if you had been one, now not only did now you, you just bump into me, me. <laughs> now you're offending me. Now I'm pissed, and now it just turns into a completely unproductive, weird conversation. Right. So I'm just advising white people to stop talking to black people at bars about social yes. issues. You know stop what talking. So funny. The next time it happens, you just look at them in the eyes and say MAGA. MAGA. Right. <laughs> Are you serious? MAGA. MAGA. Yes. MAGA. MAGA. Everything. MAGA. <laughs> Tell the bartender, yeah. matter of fact, make that MAGA drink yeah, over there. Yeah. Yeah, their in, their intention's great, but their intention is great. But I'm here to still have a good time. I go through this shit all week. I'm black, twenty four seven. Trust me, I know my issues already. Yeah, I don't exactly. want to talk to. I don't talk about it at a bar. And the other thing too is, like, not only would I never have this podcast and talk about these topics with white people, but nor would I have done it unless you had invited me, which you did. I would have never pitched this to you ever. Yeah, you I was worried. Yeah, I was worried when I first pitched it to you. Yeah, well, I I was great with it. I just wouldn't because of what we've just been talking about. It's yeah. awkward and it's weird, and you don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Um. The other thing too about defining racism is when white people approach black people and say, "I totally get it. I totally get your plight. I totally understand, and I hate this and I hate that." Well, we don't. Though Mm-mm. we don't totally get it, and that's part of the reason I wanted to do this podcast is I want to learn from you guys. Yeah. Because I don't get it, and mm-hmm. I never can. Mm-hmm. I'm not in a position to get it. I don't have the right skin. Right. I didn't grow up the right way to get it. Right. So to say I totally get it, I, I understand it, and I'm here for it, you kind of don't. Yeah. And you're proving it by having this awkward conversation in a bar with someone you just met. Yeah. It, you don't get it. Mm-mm. You don't. Yeah. Now it's and I will echo what you said. I'd rather have that guy out there than the mogul yeah. wearing hat racist. Right. Now, like now, if we was. Out here and, they're, they're and stuff like that. Intentions fantastic. Great. I would love to have you, but bro, I'm out to have a great time. Or if you want to bring up the conversation, because right. happens naturally, right? Absolutely. But don't bring it up just because I'm black. Yeah, I feel like that's such a white guilt thing. Yeah, and I don't need that. You remember how we were talking? And about, white people need to stop feeling guilty, unless you've exactly. owned slaves you know, yourself. And you then, know how we were talking? Right. Like when I 
when I feel like you're forcing a friendship on me, yes. it makes me very uncomfortable. Yes. And it makes me want to back away from you. And that's no friendship <laughs> is developed out of so force. So when, when I feel like you're trying to be forceful yeah. with me, I'm, I I get in my little closet yeah. and I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. That's friendship, right? Yeah, that's friendship, right? <laughs> and I feel like that's what he was doing. There's no consent. You're and forcing yourself I feel yourself like he was like that. trying to force this conversation down my throat. And my wife friend was like, I just wish he would shut the fuck up. And I was like, shit, I do too, goddammit. I'm trying to order uh, another beer. <laughs> it, it's really weird. It's and just pick up on social cues, like because I, I know you well enough now. Yeah, I can absolutely <laughs> picture how you were responding to him. I can see it perfectly, and I would recognize that you don't want to have this conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you hit him with the wild. And that's, that's not crazy. necessary. <laughs> I was like, yeah, damn. for real, damn. yeah, yeah for you're real. right. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 I was on the yep. You right. You right. Uh, like, damn, he just kept going on. I'm like, what man, the fuck I gotta do? Maybe I should take a drink from his ass. But, yeah. you know, I don't so, know. But then, I, I, who knows? Who knows how this is going to go? Yeah. I'm just like, damn, can I, get, can I yeah. get back to the game of Jenga I was playing, bro? But <laughs> stop. So white people shouldn't feel guilty. Nah. Unless you've actually done something. Yeah, nah, unless then you, feel free it, to feel guilty. It, oh, you know the guy that was uh, once on Sam Harris podcast? He was a, a white supremacy national yes remember what i'm talking about yeah that guy should feel a little guilty. not that guy but he, but he came out and said it though yeah you know what i'm saying he didn't did some messed up things to some black people and everything mm-hmm. but he came out and said it and to me if you if you can grow up from who you were yeah 10 15 years ago all right cool but but for non-racist white people who've never disenfranchised them, the they, they themselves please leave me the fuck alone at a bar yeah now we talk about it if we're at a coffee shop or something like that and i and you bring it up and i bring it up and it's a normal flow of and conversation I bring it up, and i bring it up but if I'm at a bar and you see me chilling, do mm-hmm. not come bothering me with social issues. Or any other black person. Or any Please. And no, any don't stereotype me and think because that you're liberal was, and if, Trump What if hating. I was a too woke black person and yeah. I was oh, like, man, man what? I don't fuck with you devils. Bad. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I don't, yeah. well, you don't know. Yeah. You don't know who you're approaching. Because I know some too woke black people. But to the point of the too woke black folks... <laughs> They would take offense because there's offense to be taken. White people don't get it. And when we pretend, not pretend, we, you, we need to be humble in our approach to this subject. Right. You know? Yeah. And we're here to learn and to empathize for sure and to find ways to help for sure. But we don't get it. We're mm-hmm. not, we're not going to fix this for black people. We can look for ways to help, which mm-hmm. is what I tried to do. Mm-hmm. Which is why we do the podcast, but and hopefully it helps. But Are you doing great we job? don't we don't get it. We don't get it. And to and to look at you and say, oh, I totally get it. I'm I'm a hundred percent aware of everything and every right. every societal problem where black and white people right. are concerned is just not true. Right. No, it's uh and and you see, and that's, this is how I know why people still don't get it because a lot of white people are still having a problem with the blackface thing. Mm-hmm. It's like how you not get it. It's a Halloween yes. costume, but what if my what if my Halloween costume is a black person? Well, how about I you can, do some research and figure out what I the can tell who the hell you are without you, you know painting your face black. You know what blackface mm-hmm. is equivalent to? It's white people saying the n word. Yep, yeah, that's exactly what I it seen is. three yeah. white people uh, who were pretending to be the Migos and they didn't have blackface, but I knew exactly you who they were. Exactly who they are. I knew exactly like, who they were. Yeah. Yep, it's. Blackface is white people saying. The Did N-word. you see? Well, oh it's no, not funny you know, or appropriate you, you, ever. You, you probably saw the post I made. 
Uh, I put it on Instagram on my story. It was like white people love blackface and everything except Jesus. So they put it on Jesus. What you yeah. think about that? Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, man. I was like, yeah, I, I thought that was pretty funny. Jesus and Santa Claus, man. Yeah. Like, hey, you know yeah. what? I thought of this. You just brought up white Jesus again, so it's made me think of something that occurred to me. You know why I think white people, and I could be wrong. This was just, I was telling Tuan I think about stupid shit all the time, and this is one of the <laughs> recent stupid things I've thought of. Christians believe that virgin or that Mary was a virgin. Mm-hmm. So Mary is Jesus's mother, but the father is God. All right. Is that where they get the white face from? Is they just they just think that it got impregnated her, so it's got to be a white because they yeah. envision God as white. I forgot who did the poll, but like they polled a whole bunch of people, and they was like, "What does God look like?" Yeah, one and it's the, a big um, white guy. So a white dude, Caesar. Uh, what's his name? Caesar. Caesar Bulgaria is who the painting is after that everybody thinks is Jesus. You're right. But, so that's that's probably where white Jesus comes from. Right. Yeah. Is everybody yeah. just assumes God is white? Yeah. But before like the Vatican and all of that, there was no depiction of God as white. Period. Like, well, there shouldn't be any depiction fact. of him. Yeah. Like, how in the world do you depict something that isn't human? Right. But yet, yeah, it's, we've it's made weird. What do you think about Killer Mike saying that the black woman is God? I, My issue with it, here's my biggest issue. Boy, he issue. loves black women. Yeah, he loves Killer black Killer Mike. <laughs> oh, too. hell yeah. Hell yeah. Best yeah, yeah. thing on the planet to me. Yeah. But I understand it. But I won't call man or woman God. Because why would God create a construct of male and female and then contain itself to that yeah yeah if god, god is something if, outside yeah, of what absolutely. we can comprehend period gotcha. so that's that's what i've that's always made sure i have with it like oh god is woman no god is not nothing that we understand god yeah. that's my biggest issue points, with though? world religions but yeah. did you, like could you understand yeah, something i understood a whole okay. lot of it because like, like i like how he was saying you know because when you are born when, you, when you're first born you know everybody knows that you're a female mm-hmm. before a male Right. Um, when so, you're conceived, you mean? When when being conceived. Yeah, yeah. You know Everybody starts out female. Is, is a female. Yeah. So I, I could see that point. But yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I totally agree yeah. with you saying I can't. We I don't think we can fathom what God is. That's why, like I said, I'm in this transition of trying to still, in my search, try to figure out what God is, who God is. Is, is there a God? I don't know. Well, here's God. what I think. If you don't if, believe in God, if, and you if, don't like Nirvana either. If there is, <laughs> if if there is a God, not a single human being who's ever lived has the right conception of Him. Right. And right. I say Him. I should say it because yeah. it's not yeah. Him. That's nobody yeah. has the right conception of what this being is. Right. If there is one, and you know what? Right. And, and it was cool because this morning, like I said, I had an anxiety attack, and I texted you, mm-hmm. and you said do prayer. And meditation yeah, and stuff. Yeah, the like act that. of praying what, is helpful. It's meditating essentially. So for me, when I do pray, I just say, "I'm coming to the Almighty." Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't say he, she, they. I don't say God. Really, I you just don't really say, say Allah. I just say, you don't say Yahweh. You I just say, say Almighty, Buddha, the, the Most High. Yeah, that's that's to me because I don't know. I just mm-hmm. don't know yet. So once I figure it out, I don't know when I'm gonna figure it out, but mm-hmm. eventually maybe I will. But that's what for right now. That person's name is the Almighty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So when you said that, I was like, ah, Blue's right. Yeah. Let me go pray real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and the atheist is the one who suggested that. And because... the atheist yeah. is the one who suggested <laughs> And the atheist was the first person that I freaking texted this morning. <laughs> I woke up like, man, just dizzy. Out of it, man. Just felt numb. Just, I don't know what it was. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I texted her. I said, um, I 
I don't feel worthless, but I don't feel worthy. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I and that's what anxiety is. It's like mm-hmm. you don't know what the heck it is. It's like you're worried about something, but you don't know what you're worried about. And mm-hmm. so, but once you said that, it was kind of like, all right, I mean, mm-hmm. on the fuck down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to kick a hole in the wall for no reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and it's literally just and I compared it to hiccups. Yeah, your that, brain's yeah. having a hiccup. Your brain is having a hiccup. Recognize that, it as the hiccups. Yep. And I was good, it. and I was good. Get over it. It's going to pass, yeah. first of all. Yep. Just work through the hiccups. Yep. And but recognize good. them as what they are. I was good. And even when, like, you had later in the day realized that there was some reasons why you probably woke up feeling that way. Yep. But even those reasons, like, nothing changed regarding those facts. You know what I'm saying? So, do you mind me saying what the one reason was that you came up with? Oh, yeah. Your cousin? Yeah. So, yeah. you had a cousin whose birthday is today, Yep. who was murdered. And I didn't realize it. I mean, yeah. I, I knew it was around the time, but I didn't realize it. He, he was murdered. Yeah, he was murdered. But yep. that happened how long ago? Uh, he was killed in 2015. All right. So you wake up with all this. So you wake up on February 13th, yeah. 2019, yeah. with an enormous amount of anxiety, and you can't pinpoint it. Right. One of the places that could have come from is the fact that you're traumatized over his death yep. and you don't even realize don't it. Even realize and it. that, so subconsciously you wake up on the morning of his birthday and you have this overwhelming anxiety, maybe because you're still mourning him and you've never dealt with the trauma of losing him. Right. All of that is completely factual and true and understandable and a genuine issue that needs to be dealt with. However, anxiety in the moment is mm. almost always baseless. Yep. And what I mean by that is, Nothing changed this morning from yesterday. Your cousin's been passed since 2015. He didn't die again this morning. Nope. (laughs) Mm. So as sad as it is, and as much work as there is yet to be done probably, as far as getting over that and dealing with it, you were fine yesterday night, and then you wake up this morning a mess, but nothing changed. (laughs) He was dead yesterday, and he's dead today. I was perfectly fine yesterday. So even though it might have a factual trigger... The anxiety itself is almost always baseless. Yep. Nothing truly changed. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I told you this morning also, I'm like, think about the last time you felt good. Yep. Nothing's changed. Yep. That's Nothing. True. It's all the same. Yep. That's how you know. Life has actually been going pretty freaking good for me. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was like, why am I, why am I going through this right now? Mm-hmm. What is worrying me? Because life has actually did a whole but that's anxiety. It's often j- that pointless. It and just shows up. Here I was, and I text you. I said, I literally want to go into a room, a closet, and just fucking cry my ads out. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know for what. I don't even know why I want to do this shit. Mm-hmm. I just want to go into a room and cry. And I don't even know why. Mm-hmm. But then I I realized, like, oh, today uh, was my cousin's birthday. Mm-hmm. We had. We had a passing um, of another family member too mm-hmm. uh, that happened, uh, but you know it was things that things went on today that I really didn't even realize mm-hmm. that was going on today, mm-hmm. and I realized that okay, this is where it's coming from. This is mm-hmm. the trigger point right here because that's the thing you got to figure out what what triggered it, you mm-hmm. know. And I was trying to figure out was it something that did I eat last night mm-hmm. because sometimes when I eat. Spicy foods. I have nightmares now. Hmm. I'm a big spicy food guy. And you get nightmares. Yeah, I get nightmares. Wow. I, no, that night. The nightmares for me is 
No, I, mean, I don't want to say normal, but the nightmares for me, um, they have at least three times a week. Really? Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, I I get nightmares where I see my cousins or my so other, you gotta, you gotta, or my other homies. Like, are you still I, going I, to counseling? Yeah, I because still go to there's counseling. a you gotta. Yeah, and I'm work still seeing stuff, like them, and that's what I was telling Torn one time. Like, I'm still seeing like I I can imagine the funeral like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And yeah, me you walking haven't... down the aisle, seeing them. Yeah. And sometimes it's even crazy because I have the dreams or the nightmares, and I can actually talk to them. Mm-hmm. Then I wake up, and it's like you in cold sweat mm-hmm. type shit like that. Mm. But yeah, that's full on trauma. Yeah, it is. I mean, I don't like to call it trauma though because I feel like it's so many other people, like real street dudes. Well, man, who didn't seen more than me? No, but you know what I'm saying. That's what I was saying before we started recording. Trauma is trauma. Yeah. Some trauma is less obvious. So if you go to war and gotcha. you're in war for a year, yeah, you've been traumatized and nobody's going to question it and you're not going to not realize it. You realize right. that and war I, is and traumatic. And I feel so bad. Like, Other traumas aren't as obvious. In the, in, in the army and shit. Like, that's why I'd be like, and I guess, man, I feel like I'm in therapy again. Uh, <laughs> because people who are in the army and shit, like, think about how much shit they see. Yeah. And they're well, people and that, who born in third world country, yeah. but I'm over here complaining about dude, the Trump, five six okay. homies that I didn't lost in order five other six. So basically, homies that's what in jail. you're saying is, what you're doing is, let's take a different example. Mm-hmm. So they say that breaking your femur is the most painful oh, yeah, bone you, there is yeah, to break, it and it, I'm sure it is the most. I'm sure right. it's the most painful. It's the biggest bone. Does right. that mean breaking your finger doesn't hurt? It, yeah. No, it fucking hurts. It does. Just because something hurts more <laughs> doesn't mean. Breaking your finger doesn't hurt. It does. Right. So it's, it, it's, be thankful, first of all. Yeah. When you start thinking that way, just be thankful that you don't have it that bad. Gotcha. And be like, and be thankful. Be like, hey, that's awesome, man. It could right. be a lot worse. And that, lot that alone worse. will help you feel better. Right. But don't discount how you feel just because it could be worse. It could yeah, be, it I could be worse for everybody. That's, that's just a guilty. One of the things that you do when you start getting like this is you have real low self esteem. Yeah. And that's part of it, is you're like, well, what's wrong with me that all these other people have all this shit to put up with, and I can't even deal with this. And I can't even deal with this. Don't, who cares? That, that, that's how I be feeling, though. I be like, Imagine how I could feel that way, too, <laughs> because I I get down about stuff, and I feel bad about circumstances in my life, and I've had a pretty fucking easy life. <laughs> it's been easier than yours. So, but I don't, but I don't think that way. Like, I don't, right. because I don't have anxiety. Right. And I don't have depression. Right. So I don't have these battles to fight. Yeah. But... Oh, and then, then, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And then I said, I'm not going to say what the message said this mm-hmm. morning, but I screenshotted you a message yeah, 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 this yeah. morning. And you were even like, God damn. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but you can see, like, kind of what I'm dealing mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. as far as family and friends and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just it like. It always on you. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to, like, portray. Like this sad person or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's like I, I got some real shit that I yeah. have to deal with back home, yeah, and things like that. And I try to try to deal with it the best I can. Mm-hmm. But I, and, and this is one thing I want the black community to realize too is that yes, we do deal with trauma, and smoking and drinking is not gonna always ease our pain. And mm-hmm. sometimes we we actually do have to go get help. Oh, for sure. Uh, no and, doubt. And, but about we it. don't do that though. We don't yeah. do that in the black community. Yeah. Though, you know what I'm saying? No, there's no doubt about it. Um. And we've talked about this before too. Is there's this machismo attitude where getting help is makes you weak, or yeah, we yeah. don't do that. I don't need help. That's all fucking yeah. horseshit. 
everybody's got a brain and we all generally generally suffer from the same shit yeah oh yeah we're all most of life's miseries are a result of just running thoughts in our head that we don't even realize these narratives that we tell ourselves yeah you just get lost and that's what mindfulness is is it's breaking out of that rabbit wheel of thoughts yeah and just i think recognizing i them. think your definition of brain hiccups is like yeah like when you say that i was like god damn that's mm-hmm. a perfect example i mean a, a, a perfect definition so i was like after that, I was cool. Mm-hmm. I was cool. I because did my you re- breathing. You recognized. Yeah, I, I did my breathing uh, exercises. I prayed. But that's why I told you not to call out and to go to work, too. Yeah. Because the way that you break out of that cycle, we've said this before, too, is oh, yeah. you talk to people. You yeah. have to get out of your yeah. head. When your head is the problem, you got to yeah. get out of it. And the only way to do that is to talk to other people. I stayed, I stayed one weekend. No, it was a Saturday. And I stayed in the house and I'm just listened to Shut the, your phone off. Yep. I shut my phone off. I just listened to uh, the Carter Five album. Mm-hmm. I just did that. It was so depressing. It was very dark in that <laughs> I drank a lot of Hennessy that day. Oh, man. And I just listened to the Carter Five album. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. That, that oh, wasn't man. good. Don't do that. No, I'll never do that again. Anyway. But, um. Because then you just get deeper and deeper in your head. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I don't even want to go down that house anymore. Never again. They're in my journal, though. No. What's that? It's in my journal. Yeah. Those thoughts that oh, that's happened good. that day. Yeah. But I'm never going back to, yeah. to that's that good. place again. That's good. So where you want to where did you want to go next? Did you want to go well, to the Patriots? Did you want to go to Twenty One Savage? So I got go. Where'd you want to go? <laughs> we got a couple topics. I'm I'm debating holding off. I, I think I'm gonna preview it this episode. Okay. And then we'll do it next episode. All right. All right. As a preview to next week's topic. And I actually, I do think it's better as a preview because I want time to work on it. Yeah. I'm going to talk about two of the most hated things in America, Tom Brady and the Patriots and socialism. Yeah. And I'm going to show you. Okay. How the Patriots success is, is a result of socialism. Okay. You ready for that? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm going to break it down. How. The almost two decades long dominance that the Patriots have enjoyed. Well, since 2002, right? The 2001 season, 2002 yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah. How yeah. they have enjoyed a ba- basically two decades in a salary cap league where most Patriots. careers last five years and everybody gets hurt. They've managed two decades of dominance. Right. It's socialism. And I'm going to show you how. Okay. That'll be next week. So, you 21 Savage, we can do that. All right. And then we don't forget we got Liam Neeson, too. Oh, damn. The, See, so much is happening. Yeah. Actually, we were supposed to talk about the difference between the Black Panthers and the KKK, but yeah. so much shit has happened. There's, there's just so, too yeah, much we'll, stuff So, yeah, we'll do on. another episode on that. So, do you, where do you want to start? Do you want to start? You, with, can, you do 21 Savage. All right. All right you can, introduce it. All right. Okay. I actually don't know a whole ton. I know that okay. he's been here most so, of his life, and this he's This is what British. happened. I'm going to, and as I'm saying, I look up, like, a story. I mean, oh, I have it pulled up already. Look at me. I need to trust myself more. <laughs> you came prepared. I came prepared. Um, so, Twenty One Savage. If nobody know who Twenty One Savage is, he's a young rapper from uh, Atlanta. Uh, and this young guy, we've talked about it before, is a guy who has been growing. He has his previous music. I would probably not listen to. Not gonna lie. What, what was it like? Because I don't know any of his music. It, a lot of street shit. Okay. So a lot of, a lot of, a lot of street shit. A lot of murder gang stuff. You know, all that type yeah. stuff. But. This new album, he is coming into himself, and mm-hmm. he's talking about a lot of social issues. He has a song on there with J. Cole, and it's probably one of the 
top songs right now of 2019 is mm-hmm. like on the Billboard and charts. Is I think is like I think the top ten has been on the Billboard and charts or whatever. I don't know. Uh, but 21 Savage has definitely made a change in his life right mm-hmm. now. He doesn't wear a lot of chains no more. He's all about like doing for the black community and stuff mm-hmm. like that now. Uh, but he did get arrested uh, Super Bowl weekend. Mm-hmm. He got arrested Super Bowl weekend uh, for reckless driving. Okay, so that's what led to it. That's what led it was to a reckless it. driving. Okay, like yeah, this 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 story get rid. Okay, so I, I I let me just read from what CNN says. So it says rapper Twenty One Savage was. Oh, this is this is the release one. Hold on, I don't. Okay, anyways, I just I just go off what I know. So. The rapper 21 Savage, and I talk about him being released. Uh, the rapper 21 Savage, he was doing reckless driving, mm-hmm. apparently had, like, I guess, like an unknown bottle, supposedly. And if you listen to 21 Savage, it probably was some lean, it mm-hmm. might was some Hennessy, it mm-hmm. might. Who knows what was in the bottle? We yeah. don't know yet. Uh, and he also had a couple guns. Mm-hmm. So that and this let- was in what state? <clears throat> This is in Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia. I don't know Georgia's gun laws, actually. Okay. Is it strict or it's probably not? I don't know. It's probably kind of lenient, I would imagine. I was going to say, in Atlanta, I think it's pretty lenient. I would think so. It's the South. Yeah, it's the South. You know, I don't know about guns. Uh, So he got arrested, but then they found out that he was from the UK. Mm -hmm. And he has been, but he has been in Atlanta since he was 12 years old. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he also had a visa Pending since 2017. And I'm going to look that up to make sure I'm right. But I think he had a visa pending. Like, he reapplied to, like, get his stuff mm-hmm. accurate, but it had just been pending. Yeah. So then when he got arrested, they locked him up for a couple of days since the Super Bowl. So it's what? It's been two weeks now. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So he's been locked up since two weeks. Uh, no bun. He just bunded out uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. With his whole his whole situation, but I want to make sure uh, that let's see. So had they just placed him on a hold? Then they just they placed had, him on a nice hold. On a, they just placed him on a hold. Hmm. But okay, so let, let's just go. Let's just go to him being released. So it says that rapper Twenty One Savage was released. From Immigration and Customs uh, Enforcement Custody Wednesday after spending more than a week in detention. His attorney, Charles Cook, said, 21 Savage, whose legal name, I'm not saying his legal name because I cannot say it. And that's how I know he's not from here. (laughs) (laughs) He was released on bond. And it says he he was arrested on February 3rd by ICE which said he was born in the United Kingdom and was in the United States illegally. His birth certificate says that he was born in East London to British parents. The Grammy-nominated rapper uh, was arrested, shocked by his uh, legion of fans because he is closely associated with Atlanta. In his music scene, it has said that 21 in his name is a reference to a street gang in Decatur near Atlanta, and his songs often refer to his past in East Atlanta Zone 6. Well, when he was 12, I don't imagine he brought himself here. Right. Right? Like, right. I don't think that 12-year-old 21 Savage bought 
a plane ticket and flew here from London and decided to start a life, he was brought here. And but he and he had and then a, he grew up here. And he had a visa pending. He had a visa pending. Yeah. But this is my thing once again. This is a young, technically, black man. Yeah, he's still black. Still black. I mean, you was in Atlanta since you was twelve. You're black. In gangs, apparently. In gangs too. Mm-hmm. But, but here's this, this. This is my conspiracy brain. Mm-hmm. The moment you started to change and you start rapping about things that matter, mm-hmm. why does this pop up now? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was my thing. That's why I wanted to talk about it, and I didn't know if if there was like a legitimate reason. Well, because if there was a legitimate reason. He was driving reckless. Yeah. He had guns. He had some supposedly unknown bottle. Yeah. If, so car. anytime you get arrested for any charge, well, pretty much any charge, um, you're going to, through the booking process, you're going to find out if this person, it's as simple as whether or not a social security number exists. So if anybody's arrested and they don't have a social security number, they're not here legally. Or, gotcha. well, I shouldn't say that. They're not citizens. But should they have took his uh, his visa pending situation N- into no, consideration? Because it, well, yeah, had pending, it had been pending since 2017, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think no. So. If you've got a visa in the works, yeah. Now, one of the things that makes citizenship more difficult is breaking the law, right? Yeah. So anytime, yeah. anytime you break a law and you're not a full citizen, you've jeopardized it for sure. Yeah. See, I hadn't heard that there was an actual other offense that led up to them placing right. an eyes hold. So that's why. Gotcha. Um, I don't think that would have happened had he never gotten arrested in the first yeah. place. It's not like they went searching for him and. Yeah, because that's how the story kind of broke out. It was yeah. like they just kind of went. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. But yeah, it. I mean, that would it, be it, quite it was a Super story. Bowl weekend. Uh, matter of fact, a lot of people got locked up that weekend. Yeah. I just want y'all yeah. to know. Yeah. Bow Wow got locked up. Hey, Little baby got locked up. There <laughs> 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 was a lot of people that got locked up. No, I don't think it had he not. I don't think nobody got affected, but yeah. like where how 21 Savage yeah. got affected. If he had not gotten arrested independently of his immigration but, status i think he'd have been all right I, and this is one of those things like i said it, it's just crazy of how he got locked up because 21 savage we do know is making a whole nother change right now in mm-hmm. his life he is moving in a, in a great direction right now yeah you know what i'm saying it's been like I said, a street cat but he's making some change in his life sounds like to me on that one he probably shouldn't have been driving he should just should have been driving reckless and I if he it, hadn't yeah. been i think he'd have been all right so, all right, that's coming from the because that's, now. but that's also that is procedural. I mean, if you I break the law and you're not, and here. that's why I wanted to talk about it because yeah. I just wanted to make sure. Because, like I said, I think sometimes, bro, we get so outraged, and then once the full story comes, we're like, like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, fuck, yeah. <laughs> jump the gun on that one, yeah. 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 Yo, well, the- and that's a good point, actually. <laughs> and this is where it's confusing, is because racism is so ingrained in society and mm-hmm. so systemic, and yep. it's in our laws, and it's just everywhere. Yep. It it's such a big problem that it feels like you almost have to be hyper sensitive to defeat it, yeah. you know. Because we've been struggling, you guys. I say we. <laughs> I'll say we as a society. Let's yeah, put it right, that way. Right, we go. as a society have been struggling for so long with it, and yeah. we're ju- we're making strides for sure. But mm. there's still an enormous distance to go, and so it feels like you almost have to be hypersensitive, and some people are, but sometimes you miss the mark when you do that. Like not. Everything is racism. Like, a lot is. And actually, a lot of things that are racism, some of the most powerful effects of racism aren't immediately recognizable as racism. Right. Those are the bad ones. 
Yeah. And then there's overt racism, which just everybody that's right. right. There's no question marks there. Right. But not everything is racism. Like you brought up this 21 Savage thing. I don't think that was racism. He screwed up. He got arrested and his, his citizen status is what it is. And it's, it's procedural. They have to look into it and there has to be a hold because he's not here legally and he committed a crime. Gotcha. It, I don't think that's racism. Hmm. Um, gotcha. I know. I, I can see your point. Uh, but I know some people will disagree with that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and you know what? I might be wrong. Right. That's my point of view. Just just on the but inside just, looking in. But right? that's just that's what seems to make sense from my gotcha. vantage point mm-hmm. and from my life experience. But I could be wrong. Yeah. Well, that's why I, I don't I know. mean that's why we, that's why I asked you. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know. Like how, I said, how white how people white people don't get to define racism. Yeah. So. I think it, it was just ironic. Yeah. Like, you know, he's becoming this person, then it happens. Yeah. And he's had a pending visa for a long time. For a right? long time. Yeah, yeah, he actually had a visa. It expired when he was a child. Yeah. And, and you know, yeah. that's why our laws have to change. Yeah. If you're 12 and you're brought here by your parents, you're a fucking citizen. Right. And that's debated if it was 12 or 5. Like, the, they don't even know the real age. Yeah. Oh, they don't even know the real yeah. age. Nah, it's, it's been conflicting stories. Yeah, that's... That. So I'm like... See, and so... That's a good example of where the laws are wrong. Right. You can't hold kids accountable for what their parents do. All right. Can I say? And you can't rip a kid out of everything he's ever known and send him back to England because that's where his parents happen to be from. He knows that's crazy. All right. Can I say this without without sounding like the two old black guy? Please. You out here now? What's up? All right. Yeah. When are white people going to get their visa? Oh, I know. <laughs> Everybody who is a Native American. <laughs> I know, I know. I know. Like, it's you motherfuckers None just came in here yeah. like, y'all was just wrecking shit. Yeah, and it's, and it's ain't nobody. Now. Yeah, <laughs> ain't nobody check y'all for y'all visas and stuff like no, that. Totally I mean, true. y'all wiped out a whole population and then brought a whole nother population you know what they should here. Do? You know what would be fair is if all white people in America did the 23 and me and whatever your highest percentage was, you got sent back <laughs> you to there. Back. But where are you going to get sent back to, though? Because you don't even. Well, you're 23 and me, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. I haven't done it, but right. let's say mine comes back 60% Swedish. Gotcha. Well, I should go back to Sweden because gotcha. I have no right being here. Yeah. My, my ancestry came here. Yeah. Just like all other white people. Yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah. yeah. so fucking crazy. That's why I was like, when people. We're talking about somewhere you gotta be here legally. I'm like, y'all not even here legally. So mm-hmm. stop saying yeah. that shit, please. Yep. Technically, we ain't even here legally. Nah. Y'all brought us here, guys. Well, you're, here, you're actually here more legally because you came here against your will. <laughs> right. You right, were brought right. just like 12 year old 21 Savage right. was. <laughs> yeah. He didn't fucking know. He was 12. He's right. just going where his parents took him. Right. <laughs> and now he's grown up here and has a whole life here. And you want to rip him? Rip him? You want to rip him apart? And he got kids. He's doing well for himself. Yeah. That's why I was like. Yeah, dang, I ain't, I didn't, yeah. I didn't really so, like that situation. I think, I, I will say that white people don't get to define racism. But given the facts of that incident, I don't, I don't think that was racism. I think that was he you fucked that, up and gotcha. You think that was the right move? Here's here's what is racism: is Liam fucking Neeson. Oh, <laughs> all right. So he has a friend. Go. Here we so go. So Liam Neeson, star of Taken, of course. Which is which like, is my wife's favorite movie. I have a particular hold on. set of hold loves. Hold on, 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 hold on. Before we get started, please. Um, now she doesn't like like all of them, right? Uh, she, she likes the first two for sure. It's one of those movies where if the first one's on and she sees that it's on, she'll watch it every time. It's the same fucking movie. I know. And she, all right, I'm I not know. going. 
Because I, I don't know. want her to hear this and be like. No, she'll hear it. Go ahead. She likes you. You can't say anything to make her mad. All right, but I love her. Yeah, I know. But I just want her to know that's the same goddamn movie. It is the same movie. <laughs> I tell her the same thing. All right, go on. All, all of them. All 20 of them. It's the same movie. And I think she may like all of them. It doesn't need to. So, so Liam, and Liam Neeson has, is it a friend or a family member? It was a friend. Was a who friend. was raped by a black person. Yeah. And, and fuck he, that black person who did that. Yeah, well, sure. Him. Of course, yeah, yeah, obviously. And in response to this, Liam Neeson admits that he, for a period of time, was so angry about his friend having been raped that he mm-hmm. wanted to find and kill any black person. Yeah. And, what, and then he says in the next breath, but that's not racism. Hmm. Okay, motherfucker. Uh, white people don't get to define it, first of all. Second of all, Liam, the biggest, here's the biggest, here's the biggest indication of racism. And we talked about this the last episode. Why is it white people, when they fuck up, we hold that individual white person accountable? White people can fuck up and it doesn't, it doesn't reflect on anybody other than the individual who fucked up. Timothy McVeigh blows up a building in Oklahoma City and guess who's the bad guy? Timothy McVeigh. Yeah. And he is. But all of white, all of Caucasian males in America weren't persecuted because Timothy McVeigh's a fucktard. Mm-hmm. When, um, what's it? Well, any of the mass shootings that we've had, just pick one. <laughs> They're all white males. Nobody, nobody gets upset with white males right. in mass. In mass, I because this one white male fucked up. That yep. never, literally, never Damn, happens. That don't happen, bro. Now, now, Timothy McVeigh. We brought this up the last episode. Is a great yep. example because that was terrorism. Yeah, and and nothing changed after Timothy McVeigh. There was no new regulation that prevented certain vehicles from driving too close to certain government buildings. There was no new regulation on fertilizer, which was the main ingredient the bomb used. Yep. There was nothing. There was no overreaction. We said that one individual was bad. We've dealt with him, taken care of him. We'll move on. That is not what people of color get mm-hmm. to experience. Mm-hmm. 9-11 happens, hmm. and all of a sudden, all of America is terrified of brown Muslims, and we still are to this day. Terrified because 19 Saudi Arabians did something bad on our soil. We've all been terrified of brown Muslims ever since then. Um, How about how – about and I so how about be... street gangs? How about street gangs? Oh yeah, there's there's street gangs, yeah. and there's black street gangs, yeah. and they do bad shit. Yeah, white people in mass look at black people like we all in gangs. Like if you're all in gangs, especially if you're dressed a certain way. Black people together, that's a gang, that's that's a, yeah. according to white people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, Liam Neeson proved this, or Liam Neeson proved this by his own statement. Yeah, he said, "I wanted to hurt any black person yeah. for the actions of that one black for person. That one black person. If that person had been white, he wouldn't have gone out know, and sought do, to hurt a white person. Do we know if that black person is dead or alive? I have no idea. Yeah. No idea what yeah, happened. He put sauce on. He didn't say black person. He said black bastard. Yeah. yeah. So if if the person who had raped his friend had been white, he would he oh. would have held that one white person accountable and it wouldn't have said anything right. about the other white people. Right. The fact that he yeah. wanted to, to hurt any black any, person. That is racism. Yeah. It is specific yeah. to the color of their skin and it would not be the case had the person been white. It's racism. And me and my wife just it's, watched uh this new movie, Widows, which is actually a good movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen it. But uh I went on I went on the Twitter and who was the person that Came out and said, "Well, if he was racist, he wouldn't have kissed that black woman like that." Oh, who was that? Uh, yeah, I can't even remember. I can't who remember who said that shit. It was but, the dumbest uh, statement ever. It was a girl. Like, come um, on, bro. It was, yeah, it was a girl. But that was the dumbest statement ever. I'm like, come on, man. Uh, How many babies that? were made 
by white dudes that really hated black people. Yeah. Oh man. Through their fucking Through slaves. slaves and yeah. Yo, they just slaves. raped. They just raped the slave. Yeah. And she looked good. I'm taking that, and then I might share you later. Like yeah, ain't got you in the kid. Yeah, yeah. And the kid. I'm not even claiming the Come kid because it's black. Like it has nothing yeah, to do that with they it. They ain't got yeah. nothing to do with it. And then obviously he was doing it for a paycheck. Of course. Yeah. You know, obviously he was getting into character. He didn't give a fuck about that black woman. No. Mm-hmm. He didn't care for her. He didn't nope. he probably didn't even know her damn real name. Yeah. Wow, we know. Yeah. But <laughs> I had a I had a friend recently say that the Liam Neeson incident is a problem of outrage culture where everybody's just outraged about everything. About everything. But and there is a little bit of that for that sure. Mean, oh, but yeah, I don't think it's a little bit. I think but Liam Neeson blaming all of White, Wanting I mean, to hurt black any people, black yeah. person for yeah. the actions of one is overt racism. Like, yeah. that is, there's nothing clearer. There's no clearer symptom of racism than holding an entire group of people accountable for the actions of one. Yeah. It's racism. Yep. Period. No, I'm, I'm so with you on that. And I don't know how you argue And I was so glad that you actually saw that because I didn't know if you did see that. Yeah. I was going to bring that up to you oh. uh, because, like. Now, and everybody gets confused, too, though. Is Liam Neeson a hood-wearing KKK member? Fuck no. No. No, th- th- those guys aren't even the problem. And the reason why the I want- problem is racism that we don't recognize, right. such as Liam Neeson's. Right. And the reason why I want to bring this shit, I'm so happy you brought this shit up, not mm-hmm. me, because of uh, what's the dude's name from Empire? Uh, Justice Smollett. Yeah. Thank you. You had to remind me. Uh, I don't know. We don't know. If his shit is true, Man, it's fishy though. Whether like, it happened or not, yeah. Something and I'm happened, like, bro, some happened. Details of it, are but very the details, fishy, and bro. apparently, like he read, he was at a show, and he had to read like his apology off from cue cards and shit like that. Ah uh, man, have you heard about that? No, I ain't heard about that. See, bro, it's just like, bro, we got real life like racial issues going on, and if you make this shit up, that's bad. Ah, oh, that's horrible, man. Yeah. Yeah, like you, you know hit all yeah. the buttons. You hit the homosexual button. Come you on, hit bro. You the got the male, news, mm-hmm. the blackmail button, bleach. You hit the MAGA button. You Come hit on, all bro. Of you it. hit like, all this shit. Hey, and you know what I'll say to that too is, white people don't get to define racism, and black people understand racism more than white people ever will. So, to the black community, shit, to the black community. When something isn't racism, please don't say it is. Yeah, because that's man. what pushes white people away. away because bro. white people can see what isn't racism. They yeah, just can't yeah. see what is. And so if a black person says XYZ was racism and the white person recognizes that it wasn't, that's very off-putting. And that makes the problem worse. Yeah, Deal with overt racism and systematic racism and call it what it is. But when something happens and you, to your core, know it isn't racism, please don't say that it yeah, is. Yeah, don't do that. Because that is that is so counterproductive. Yeah, that is yeah. not going to work. Big time. Yeah. yeah, it's just too fishy. Like, it took yeah. him too long to turn his phone records over. Yeah, like, and then they said, <laughs> they said he ate the Subway sandwich. <laughs> and then apparently, like, supposedly took him whatever. Yeah. He called his manager before he called 911. Like, all these different things are coming out now. Yeah, and then, the, the theories of what really happened. Are yeah, and it's crazy, like, God damn. Yeah, um, that's shitty. Don't do that yeah. shit. I don't know his name. I can't Jesse Smollett? JC, is that it? Jesse, Jesse Smollett. I Smollett. think that's how he says his And I don't want to, like, pronounce his name wrong, because then yeah. I have the whole LGBT community. Hey, it's a tough name to pronounce. Yeah. But but yeah, he's, a, I, he's a great actor, but I just don't need him lying. I, I just hope he ain't, man. And if he ain't lying... It kind of sounds hope, like he is. Yeah, everybody's I, saying like... From a police standpoint, it kind of sounds yeah. like he is. The funniest thing, though, and people probably mad about this tweet. 
It was like, yo, like, as cold as it is in Chicago, Subway Lovers, Bruh. you were paying for some penis Bruh. and got beat up. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. That's, that's All been, I'm saying that's not, is, it was That was that tweet, and then it's been like multiple people, like yeah. people saying like, yeah, that's what it sounds Listen, like. Listen, yeah. bro. Yeah. At 2 o'clock in the morning, I don't want no fucking goddamn Subway. Right. I don't know who is Subway at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know who that person is. Yeah. So... That's when my first was like, this kind of sounds a little yeah. fishy. Yeah, all right. I'm like, Chicago, that cold, 2 o'clock in the morning. No. And you on the south side, I'm, too? Nah, yeah, I'm that's not, too I'm bad. not striking out to get subway. <laughs> I'm straight, man. That's too bad. I'm going to Who bed. Who the hell wants some damn subway? I'm going to drink this water and going to sleep. <laughs> and you know why that's so bad? It's because now... People who just don't get it and overt racist are going to be like, "See, it's See, all bullshit. It's, it's all bullshit. Right, right. It's all That's bullshit." Why I was upset yeah. because you know what white people like to do is they like to blame all of black all black people for the acts of one, as yeah, we just pointed right. out with Liam Neeson, which is yep. racism. Yeah. Well, they do it across the board. So when one one instance where a black person cries racism when it wasn't, that's all they see. That's well, all you they know can what white see. People like to do too, though, hmm. is that they're not their ancestors. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they would say, well, like, it well, wasn't me that owned slaves. Oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah. It was your great-grandfather, though. Uh, but <laughs> but here's, okay, so you shouldn't feel guilty about that, mm-hmm. but you should recognize you that should it's recognize a fact, it, right. and, you should under, and you should seek to try to understand right. and see what is, and what is is systematic racism and right. the fact that supposedly black people have been at a level playing field for about 50 years. Right. Supposedly. Yeah. It's still not level. No. I mean... <laughs> like they 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 say they say that segregation yeah. ended in uh, what year was it sixty four or whatever? Yeah, I was gonna say nineteen sixty four. It didn't drive around. Yeah. Segregation didn't fucking it's still end. Here, like, drive around. And yeah. then I hate when people go to go to the hood. Go to the hood in Murfreesboro and 19- see who lives there. On, let's do this. All right, I'm, <laughs> right. This right I'm about to do this right here, real quick. Bad real example. Quick. I'm about to do this shit yeah. right here. Oh yeah, go to the hood. Uh, Murfreesboro got a lot of racist people. I'm oh man, about. well the South does. Come on, bro. bro. You you yeah, you went to school there. Yeah, I went to school bro, there, bro. <laughs> Murfreesboro has like a lot of racist. I ain't gonna lie, people, it used to freak me out before Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro was growing a lot. But it's growing a lot there. That shit. It was sur- the whole campus was surrounded by cotton fields. Oh wow! Like Jeez. it was dark, two lane highways, and cotton fields. Yeah. That was yeah. All right, so 1964, supposedly when racism ended or whatever. Well, segregation. 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 The Civil 50, Rights Act. Guess what? Fifty five years ago. Mm-hmm. But but first of all, my mother is fifty four, goddamn. Yeah, yeah. And but it didn't end though. It did not. It, end. it just ended as a matter of legality. It yeah. didn't end. There's still ways to force segregation without yeah. it being a legal matter. Yeah. I mean, there was redlining. Oh, yeah. There's... I like what uh, Meek Mill said in one of his songs on his new album, which is called Trauma. And he said, you know, when we go to jail, you know, they have a amendment that says that we're legally slaves now. Mm-hmm. So when you go to jail, you're basically a slave. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have freedom. You know. And there's no greater sign of slavery than lack of freedom. Yeah. 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 Yep. And then I, and for a person like me, Mill, who went, well, he had some past issues, but now he's what, well, he, what, 30 now, ain't he? He's 30 by he ain't about 30, 31, probably by now. But he had some, some stuff that was still on his record from when he was 18, 19. But you know, he got he went to jail for popping a wheelie. Mm-hmm. They tried to keep him in jail for that. Did you know that if, and we've talked about this where drug laws are concerned and this bullshit war on drugs that was never intended to be won. <laughs> yeah. If you took every single thing that is illegal, with the exception of like really violent stuff that just you can't have happening. Mm-hmm. Like we'll, we'll 
discount rape and murder and like just really bad shit that really any ordered society shouldn't have. But you take any crime, you take theft, you take burglary, you take, of course, any drug offense for sure. Um, any of those lesser crimes, if you were to arrest somebody for a crime, yeah, any of those, and instead of throwing them in jail, you were to you were to sentence them to therapy to figure out mm. why they're committing this crime and figure out what in their life led them to this point and try to get to the answers to why they're doing this, you could eliminate crime tomorrow. If if you gave them mental health care and resources you know what, Blue? and got to the bottom of why they do what they Who do. Who do I need to call so you can take off some time so you can watch the Netflix show? You <laughs> have, have you watched it yet, Tom? You? you? Yeah, yeah, I watched you. Oh, you watched it? Yeah. How you feel about it? Man, that was crazy. And you know what Bro. you do? You know what you do, though? Is you give them the chance to go to therapy and to figure mm-hmm. out why they're fucked up. Okay. And if they do it, then they're a healthier person. I'm with it. And if they don't, I'm with it. You fucking give them the criminal side. I'm with it. The second yeah. they don't do that, Listen. then you throw them in jail or do it all, what Listen. you would have done previously. I felt so bad watching you because even though I know that guy is crazy as hell. Oh, he's crazy. He's crazy Man, as he's shit out there. But you know Excuse when they me. were playing like his thoughts and what he was actually thinking and shit, and I was like, hmm. That makes some sense there. Yeah. Because some of the people were bad for for his girlfriend. Yeah. And I was like, but the approach that you took. The approach you took. But is... then you realize, like, he went through some fucked up shit, too. He did. And so that's why I'm like, yeah. mm, I can kind of get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, so here's an example. And I had discounted, like, super violent crimes. But I actually take ba- take that back. Every anytime something really horrific happens and the news it picks up on it and everybody's just horrified that somebody could do something so atrocious. Just take the worst crime you can think of. Just take I mean, child rape comes to mind. Like just yeah. something that's just detestable to just yeah. about everybody. Anytime something like that happens, everybody's like, God, how how? How how could someone do that? How right. could someone do that? Well, I'll tell you how. It, it, it's not mysterious at all how somebody could do that. I could do it. Take take okay, so let's just start from conception. Let's say that somebody is conceived and they weren't planned. And let's Me. say they were conceived, not planned, to two people who have no business creating a human. Let's say, let's say that the father <laughs> is ragingly violent <laughs> and ad- has addiction. Let's say the mom no, has married. mental health issues and is my an addict. Has some issues. And let's say that there's a whole <laughs> bunch of really... Wow, bad like set it. of circumstances. Yeah, you just poverty, my life right now. everything. Wow. Now this, now this child. Well, hold right on, now. hold on. Now this child, <laughs> now this child is born, and let's say the child has the misfortune of having mental illness themselves, and then let's say they're abused. Let's say physically and sexually. Let's just ah, make yeah. it real horrible. Let's just say there's physical and sexual abuse, and they're never loved, and they're never cared for, and they're never taken care okay. of, and they never have any resources, and they have mental illness, and they've just never had a chance from conception. Never a fucking chance. And yeah, this happens all the time, by the way. Yeah. This isn't unheard of. Mm-hmm. This happens all the fucking time. And they never have any resources. They grow up in poverty to parents who don't want them, to parents they shouldn't even be around because the parents are fucked up themselves. And they suffer all these abuses and all these traumas and all this shit. And then they go through life and they've just never had a fucking chance. And then they grow up with this ex- set of experiences that none of it was under their control. They couldn't control any of it. They didn't choose any of it. They're a victim to the core, and then they grow up and become a rapist. How, how the the fact that these people occasionally don't grow up to be rapists is remarkable. Right. 
It's it's unbelievable yeah. that people go through this and don't grow up to be dysfunctional. Right. Those people are fucking amazing. Right. But you can't point at them and say, see, anybody can do it. No, 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 no. Oh, Those people are remarkable. That's like pointing at Bill world. Gates and saying, anybody can be a college dropout and become the second richest person right. in the world. No, motherfucker. Yeah. Just, just shut up. Because people love to make their, yeah. no. Yeah. Don't point at the exception and say, no, look, anybody can do it. No, no, right. no. Anybody can't do it. And the exception proves the rule. Right. You, I, given my experience in policing, mm-hmm. if I was an absolute <laughs> monster of a human being, I could set up a set of circumstances and I could create the next Hitler because I know what makes people dysfunctional. Mm. I know what happens to people mm. that makes mm. them grossly dysfunctional. And it's never their fault. And they're always a victim. And then they go on to victimize others. I could create a recipe for the most fucked up human being you'd ever want to encounter. Hmm. And it it, it happens all the time. So, you know, these horrible atrocities happen and people are just dumbfounded. They're like, how do people? People are just, no, bad shit happens. Life's tough. And people are born to a lot of bad circumstances. And you know what would help some fucking... Uh, equality perhaps where people don't have generational poverty and have a chance to get out of this shit and have health care how about that how about instead of throwing people in jail because they're acting out due to addiction which is a just a mental illness instead of throwing them in jail for being sick how about you get them help and figure out why they do drugs because guess what there is an addictive component to drugs but drugs are abused because of life circumstances not because they're addictive sorry and addiction is a disease. So instead of throwing these people in jail, figure out what's, why they're broken and help. And you know what that's called? That's called fucking mental health and health services, which yep. most people don't have access to. And I think So in, if you want to have a sick society, keep doing it like we're doing it. I think uh, in the show, uh, you, both of them kind of had like some mental illness because the girl yeah. was suffering from her dad being like an alcoholic. Or but the, like the great thing yeah. about mental yeah. illness now is there's some remedies if oh, you yeah. have access to them. Yeah. If you have health care and if you have counseling and if you have the resources to get to them. Yeah. Well, if you have the resources. Yeah. Most That's, people don't. No. And they don't even know about it. They don't know about it. They don't have access to it. And that's why a lot of people suffer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. There you, go. <laughs> you should. Uh, okay. And that is a great preview to what next week's going to be about. Yeah. What's home? Gonna talk about next next week about is the, the Patriots and socialism. I can't wait to hear about that though, man. I'm, I'm gonna. I got to do a little bit of work over the week on okay. this one to get it a really good. I'm, I'm, re- I'm really looking for because I've already, you know, me as a I'm conspiracy just gonna, theorist. Yeah, I'm already like the Patriots, America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I get you. Saying? Yeah, all right. But there's there's some just cold hard facts about the Patriots and the way that they have been able to have two decades of dominance in a, in a league where most careers last five years, there's enormous risk of injury and a salary cap. And yet and they've managed to dominate loves Trump. for 20 years. He does, and that's unfortunate. I, uh, I hate that about him. It's unfortunate. Terrible. I'm just saying. I know. And, 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 I, and, I, don't want, and I don't want people to think I'm discrediting Tom Brady because he's great. Nobody's and your, perfect. And your wife loves him. So. She does. But we'll talk about that next week. But – what I just touched on kind of feeds into that. Like, okay, I'm ready. If man. you, if you, if you put, if you, if you're an egomaniac and you want all the resources for yourself and you just hoard and hoard and hoard, well, there's not any left for anybody else. And then everybody, but you suffers. 
Meanwhile, if you spread it out and you give a little bit to everybody and the person at the top doesn't hoard it all, everybody flourishes. Your whole society does. And that's the Patriots in a nutshell. And I'll go into that more next week. Next week. All right. So I'm looking forward to next week. So next week. We'll do that one. We're going to do that. We may talk a little bit about uh, Black Panthers versus KKK. And who knows what comes up and what happens. What if Liam Neeson says another fucking thing? Who knows? Who knows what the (laughs) hell's who knows what's going on? I don't know. There's a lot going on. It's, it was a lot with the Grammys. They had Jennifer Lopez doing the fucking uh, Motown did you, did you tribute. Watch, I, no, that didn't go I well. I don't, I, don't give, I don't give a damn about the Grammys. I don't watch the Grammys either, even though I'm in the music industry and would love to have one. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they went a little hard on Jennifer Lopez. They the, did? Was the, it bad? Was the performance bad? I don't know bad, if it or? was good or bad. They were just mad at the fact that she was doing it. Oh. And if you look historically, the Grammys gets it wrong on something oh, every, oh, every single time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I don't want to, like, and I'm so happy for Cardi B. I fuck with Cardi B. I love Cardi B. But yeah. she's not album of the year. I will say that. Hey, bro. I fuck with Cardi B. I'm not even mad at that. I'm not mad at it. But I'm just saying, she's not album of the year. And the only reason she got album of the year is because of the popularity. She's double platinum, bro. She's double platinum. I give it that. I love Cardi B. I feel like you're trying to make me seem like I don't like Cardi (laughs) B. I love Cardi B. You don't like. You don't like Cardi B. Oh no, y'all don't like Nirvana. So y'all try to. Don't don't even don't even try to. I love Cardi B. I can't believe you don't like Cardi B. I love Cardi B. Yeah, I don't think you do. You just said she's not album of the year. You don't. She's not Nipsey Hussle should have won or J Rock should have won. Okay, yeah. But I love Cardi B. So y'all trying to get me fucked up out here. Every time you say I don't like Nirvana, I'm going to say you don't like Cardi B. You don't like Cardi B, bro. It's okay. Well, Blue still thinks that Ronald Reagan is the best. Oh man. I mean, we still have that. And y'all don't like Nirvana, okay? So I love. Hey, at least we like Cardi B. Yeah, I like Cardi B. Okay. Do we do we have anything else that? We, we got Black Luster. We got Black For Luster. the new listeners. Apparently, there's some new yep. some new listeners. Yep. Um, this is more for uh, black people. It's a black-owned business yeah. that sells clothes for black empowerment. And some of the items, it would look goofy on a white person because it's not for us, um, which is why I don't own any. I think you should get a Black Lives Matter shirt. That, that would be okay. Yeah. But Black Luster is specifically black-owned company to empower black people, and it's for black people, and white people have no business. But I seen some stuff on there that I think you Yeah, y'all have some cool, there was some cool shirts. Well, some of the Blurred Line stuff I can yeah, wear. Yeah, get you a Blurred Line shirt. a co-host of the podcast. Blurred, yeah. But yeah. but the other stuff, I have no business wearing because it's right. not for me. Just like I can't say the N-word. No, you can't say that. Yeah. It's the same thing. Anyway, of, anyway not, it, yeah. Black Luster Clothing, dot com. Uh, check it out. Some good shit. Well, you got anything? Yeah, notable figure. Hey. Give you one. Uh, Louis Latimer. I don't know if we said that one yet. Which one? Louis Latimer. Mm-mm. Louis Latimer is the reason that we have light bulbs today. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Everybody thinks it's because of uh, Edison, which Edison did do pretty good work on it, but his light bulb only lasted for minutes. Louis Latimer makes the filament where it lasts for hours. Huh. So we would not have the light bulb as we know it if he didn't invent it. Well, everybody film. thinks that we went to the moon because of Neil Armstrong. There you go. And hey. a bunch of black women did all the math. Yeah, hey. yeah. We finally find go. out. And then Louis Latimer, on top of that, he's the one that actually drew up the plans for Alexander Graham Bell's telephone. So mm. he wouldn't, Alexander Graham Bell wouldn't even have a patent without Louis Latimer. Yeah, it's, it's completely believable that all these black people would have come up with this shit and then you'd never hear about it because white people yeah. wrote history. Yeah. And took credit for it. It's his story. And Makes sense. 
Yep. Who tells the story? Makes complete sense. History. Yeah. His story. His story. Yeah. So there you go, Louis Slatterman. Cut your lights on. Think of black man. Mm-hmm. So we should probably what should we title this podcast right here? It'd be his oh, story. White, no, no, it should be white guilt. It should be white guilt. Yeah. All right, yeah. all right, y'all. Well, this is a good one. This is a great one. I can't wait for you guys to hear this one. And this is your host, Black Line, with my co-host, Blue Line, and producer Twan. Yep. And can't wait to hear what we got uh, next week. All right, man. Take all care. Right, see y'all. Hey, young brother. Hey, young brother. Did you say you wanted to be like Malcolm? Did you hang all his quotes on your wall? Did you write about him all through college? I thought you was a know-it-all. Did you depict him like he was your Jesus? And you were the Apostle Paul. I thought you said you wanted to be like Malcolm. You even thought about getting an ex tatted. But your actions show that you're nothing but a savage. I thought you wanted to be like Malcolm. You said that the black man was God, but by your ways you seem just like another fraud. You even preached about black economics, just still a slave to them white folks in your pocket. I thought you wanted to be like Malcolm. You said you was going to electrify your own people by missing your own socket. I thought you wanted to be like Malcolm. can't even control your own emotions. You're up and down like hydraulics. I thought you wanted to be like Malcolm. And I know you feel a little phony when you're out drinking with your white homies. Because another nigga just got killed and they caught it on camera. And what you gonna do? Just rent and share a post? Just so people can come in and be like, damn, little Tom woke. I thought you wanted to be like Malcolm. Be real, young brother. Even though you said that Malcolm was your hero, you nothing but another miseducated Negro.